Hi everybody, this is Matt Devitt, and these are my thoughts on stuff. Specifically, some of the things you should look at when you're troubleshooting a pulse jet dust collector that's having a high differential pressure issue. In this episode, I'm going to talk about five areas to help with troubleshooting a pulse jet dust collector when you've got high differential pressure. Those five starting points are as follows. Check the controller for power, check the air header, and make sure it's at the target pulse pressure. Check the air header and its regen time. Check the solenoid and pulse valve system. And then lastly, check the hopper to see if it's full of material. I'm gonna go into more of these in each uh, follow-up segment to this, but those are the five areas that I would suggest most people start with in troubleshooting their pulse jet dust collector. When checking the controller for power, it's pretty much the way it sounds. So take a look at your PLC or timer board or on-demand control board or whatever you might have and just make sure there's power running to it. And then in the next step, when you check the solenoids, you'll end up checking the power coming out. But more importantly, make sure you have power going to it. As I've seen issues at plants where a fuse pops on a breaker or on the PLC or specifically like a capacitor gets blown out on the timer board. So just make sure power is going to the controller board itself or the controller and that the controller is powered on and working properly. The second place to check is the header pressure. And specifically, make sure that the header pressure is at the target pulse pressure. So for example, if you normally pulse your bag house at 80 pounds per square inch, 80 PSI, then you wanna make sure when you go up and you look at the header, it's actually at 80 PSI. So this is really important because if it's lower than your target, you're not going to have the same effective cleaning energy going into that system. And that could be why you're having a high DP in that bag house or that specific compartment. So check the air header and check it against your target pulse pressure. Those should be the same. Third, check your header again, but this time see how long it's taking to regen back to the pulse pressure or target pulse pressure when it cleans a row. So this is what you should see. If you're pulsing at 80 pounds, when you clean row one, you're gonna see the pressure drop off within the header as you would expect. Before you clean the next row on that header, you should be back to 80 pounds. If it's at anything less than 80, what you'll start to notice is sequentially as you keep cleaning the head or the bags and the rows on that header is that it's gonna be harder and harder for the system to get back to the target pulse pressure. So you take that out far enough after it's tried to clean five or six rows, you may now be pulsing at 65, 70 pounds instead of the 80 that you want, which again is gonna reduce the cleaning energy going into your system. So check the header pressure, but then also make sure that you're back to that same header pressure before it cleans the next row on that header. The fourth place to take a look is gonna be the solenoid and pulse valve system and that they're working properly. Now, I don't really differentiate between the two because they both have to be working right, though you can have a failure mode at one versus the other, i.e. you could have a solenoid that's open and the diaphragm valve or pulse valve is fine, and vice versa. You could have a bad diaphragm and the solenoid's fine. So you should definitely take a look at both of those, and what's going to help is going up there and actually listening to the system clean. If you've heard a good high-pressure pulse valve go off, you know it's a very short, sharp pop noise that you're going to hear coming from that um, pulse valve. If you don't hear that, then that could be a point of issue. And the more pulse valves that you have that are not working properly, then the less effective cleaning you're doing throughout that compartment or overall bag house. 
So check the solenoid and pulse valve together and make sure that they're working properly as a system. The fifth place to take a look when you're troubleshooting a baghouse for high DP is going to be down in the hopper and the material transport area. So what we want to make sure here is that the hopper is properly emptying out and the material transport area is properly moving the material away. This also includes the airlock and making sure that it's functioning properly and creating that seal or that barrier between the dirty air in the bag house and the removal system below that. So what we're going to look for here is to make sure the hopper is emptying, the airlock system is proper and sealing, and then the material removing equipment below the airlock is moving the dust that's being collected away from the system. One of the issues we can have here is with too much dust that builds up within the hopper, that can start to be picked back up again by the inlet dirty air into that bag house system or compartment, which then creates more dust cake onto the bags and increases the DP that way. So we wanna make sure our material transport system effectively from the hopper down is working properly. So those are the five areas that I would start with in troubleshooting a pulse jet dust collector that has a high DP. Again, there's a lot of places that you can look for issues. Those, from my experience, seem to be some of the low-hanging fruit that are very easy to troubleshoot and also give you a lot of value if you can find that as being the problem. So I hope that was helpful. If you like this, please share, leave a comment. Let me know other items you'd like to learn about when it comes to troubleshooting or working on dust collection and baghouse systems. I'd be more than happy to put that together for you. Once again, this is Matt Devitt, and these are my random thoughts. Thanks. Have a great day.